Hello, welcome to the LDS study session with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. You meet us together here today for episode 197, uh, and we are continuing with our Come Follow Me study for the week, looking at uh, December the 9th to December the 15th, Revelations chapters 1 to 11, um, where we are, well, we're continuing with the section, John's vision teaches how Heavenly Father saves his children. Now, as we know, uh, if you uh, didn't, if you missed the podcast episode yesterday, I strongly recommend uh, going back uh, an episode as we talked about Revelations chapter 12 uh, and how that uh, outlined the pre-mortal existence and the key events from that section or that time. And now we move into the chapters that deal with the events on the earth. And actually, the book of Revelation, it covers a lot of, um, of the history of the earth, uh, dating back from the first kind of revealed dispensation uh, to the time, well, to, to the time that um, Christ will come to the earth again. Uh, and so really the whole of, you know, the, the earth's history is contained in here. But obviously, once again, it's very symbolic. It's very difficult to understand. And I just kind of read through the first chapter that suggested chapter six. Um, and was I, I was keeping up with it, but then verses seven to eight, and then I just I kind of got lost. So um, what I'm going to do, because I'm aware also there's a number of other study pieces that I want to have a look at in the uh, individual study section, I'm going to focus today's episode podcast, podcast, podcast episode on the on hopefully the mortality and the post mortality chapters of this section. But I'm going to do it in much less detail than I did yesterday uh, with the um, episode on the pre mortal existence, simply because of the, the sheer volume of verses there are, and also just how symbolic they are. And uh, hopefully, you'll be able to to kind of gain what I'm trying to. Uh, get across to it to you as I read and pretty much all the information that I've got for on this is is in the institute manual uh, for the New Testament student manual so I would really recommend you having a study with that alongside uh, the book of Revelation because it really does uh, help kind of give a bit of clarity around what each of these refer to so we know that uh, in Revelation chapter 5 verse 1 it says and I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the back side, sealed with seven seals. Um, so there's the seven seals uh, in this book, and each of these seals uh, contains a different dispensation. And now as we go into chapter six, we see um, these seals being opened. Uh, so the first seal, the, each of these seals is meant to represent around about a thousand years. Uh, if you look in the Institute Manual, it's actually interesting how they say this. Uh, it says, quote, as each of the seven seals of the book was opened, John saw visions concerning a thousand year period of Earth's history. Thus, the first seal related to the first thousand years of Earth's revealed temporal history from about 4000 to 3000 BC and so forth. The following chart identifies this, the first 6,000 6, year periods and offers possible interpretations of the symbols John used to describe his visions, close quote. What I find interesting and important here is that the manual states that um, it's the first thousand years of Earth's revealed temporal history. Because, of course, we know that the Earth is much older than four, well, 6,000 years old, if you uh, go back from today, 6,019 years old, is much older than that. Uh, and so this is actually referring to, you know, a, a link here that means that this, this is still what we believe happened. Um, so... 
the first seal uh, that's talked about in chapter 2 uh, is, it says in chapter 6, verse 2, And now I, and I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Um, this, um, the white horse could be representative of victory, the bow with warfare, and the crown as a conqueror. Uh, Elder Bruce R. McConkie said about this, the most transcendent happenings referred to in these verses involved Enoch and his ministry. And it is interesting to note that what John saw was not the establishment of Zion and its removal to, heaven, to heavenly spheres, but the unparalleled wars in which Enoch, as a general over the armies of the saints, went forth conquering and to conquer. And it's something that we often forget. When we think about Enoch, we think about, as, as Elder McConkie mentioned, this prophet that um, you know, led a city so great that it was brought up to, to heaven with Heavenly Father. But we forget that he was also, you know, a, a warrior in many, in many battles as well. As I said, I'm not going to take too long to dwell over um, individual things, so we're going to move straight on to verses 3 and 4, where the second seal is opened. Uh, and you can read that for yourself. There is a, a red horse that appears from this. Um, we have an individual that has a sword, a great sword. Um, and so this is linked to bloodshed and war and destruction. And this would be linked to the time of the, of the days of Noah. Uh, and of course, there was great, great destruction on the earth. Uh, Elder Bruce R. McConkie uh, said this, Who rode the, the red horse? The red horse of war and bloodshed and the sword joined the second seal. Perhaps it was the devil himself, for surely that was the great day of his power, a day of such gross wickedness that every living soul, save eight only, was found worthy of death by drowning. Or if it was not Lucifer, perhaps it was a man of blood, or a person representing many murdering warriors of whom we have no record. Suffice it to say, that the era from 3000 to 2000 BC was one of war and destruction. We then move um, from 2000 to 1000 BC, and uh, this is quite interesting because you now do see, you know, kind of these seals, and you see the links between them and the events of these dispensations. So in 2000 to 1000 BC, uh, there is a, a black horse, and the person on it is holding a pair of balances. Um, talking about wheat for a penny and three measures of barley for a penny and so on. So when we think about this, we consider, well, in 2000 to 1000 BC, who, we, who do we have record of? What prophets are we aware of in this dispensation? Uh, well, you know, uh, of course, there is individuals such as Joseph in Egypt and, uh, and uh, Abraham as well. Uh, and so, you know, we, we actually do see in, in these kind of prophets' times that there was famines and you know lacks of food and all these kind of things um and of course with um well i wouldn't say Mo yeah with moses as well uh, there was those um times where there was a, a lack uh, in the many areas around uh, and then in the fourth seal so about 1000 bc to the birth of christ uh, we then see a pale horse with which represents death uh, and also, the person or the individual sat on the horse is death and hell, which is representative of the destruction of the wicked and their reception to spirit prison. And of course, there is again, once again, a great wars and battles between great warring empires in this time, such as Egypt, Babylon, Greece, Rome, Persia, and so on. Uh, and Isaiah, Jeremiah, and Amos, you know, of course, we know in this time, uh, around 600 BC, were testifying and teaching the people in Jerusalem to change their ways. And they ignored this, and, the, and a great death and destruction came upon um, the, the land of Jerusalem at this time, and they were taken captive into Babylon. 
Uh, and so, again, you know, a lot of similarities between what happened in, in the history of mankind here. And then, of course, we have um, the fifth seal, which is from the birth of Christ uh, to AD 1000. And um, in this fifth seal, uh, we have an altar, uh, and there are many souls that have been kind of slain um, for the word of God, it says in Revelation 6, verse 9. Uh, martyrs, we would call these individuals. And we think of, obviously, the Saviour himself. There was obviously John the Baptist. The, there was the apostles and many other martyrs who, who are or Christians who are killed for their beliefs in this first thousand-year period of Christianity being um, taught on the earth. And then the sixth seal um, is an interesting one because... As uh, we have a look, uh, it says this thousand year period will continue until Jesus Christ returns in glory and reigns personally on the earth. So in this thousand year period, in this sixth sign, there will be signs such as earthquakes, darkening suns, the moon becoming as blood, stars falling, heavens opening as a scroll, and many other things such as this. Uh, and so we see a, a great number of... Um, kind of indications of, of what will happen in this sixth seal before the coming of the saviour uh, which is which is fascinating uh, as i can see we're already coming up to the, uh, the 10 minute mark already and uh, all i've managed to cover so far is uh what was in basically revelation chapter six uh simply there is further information about you know, kind of deeper study into the other other the sixth seal uh, kind of what will happen when Christ comes again, the, the desolation, the destruction, uh, all the things that will happen in preparation for the second coming. Um, many wars, many plagues during the seventh seal and before the Lord comes. Um, and we also then read into the kind of the post-mortal life where people will be judged. Uh, Satan will be bound for the millennium. And then of course he shall you know return after the... the the uh, dispensation of the millennium, where the Saviour will rule on the earth, um, Satan will return and come back, and there'll be a great war, and then uh, all will be finished. Uh, and so, you know, it's uh, it's interesting looking at uh, this kind of um, revelation from from the Book of Revelation into kind of the Earth's history. But when you look at it, there's a lot of things that kind of click together with what has happened and been recorded, uh, and so. It is very useful to be able to study these things, and so I would highly recommend uh, studying them in your own time. I'm not going to have the time to to cover it all in our ten minute, five to ten minute bursts of study each day uh, for this week because I don't want to be basically I'll be on it for several weeks uh, if I do stay with it, uh, and so it may be worth uh, doing some more study of your, your own from the Institute Manual along with the Book of Revelation to really understand the uh, the plan that Heavenly Father has for us. Uh, of course, um, you know, the whole point of this study was to look at how Heavenly Father saves his children. And it's through the creation, the, through the fall and through the atonement, which all of these things that have been discussed today are a part of the history of mankind. The fact it was created and then there's been a journey of mankind through this time. Uh, you know, on a grand scale, there is a saving of mankind. But of course, we've got to consider the individual scale and what we do in our lives personally to be personally saved by the Saviour's um, sacrifice. I hope you've enjoyed the study today. Um, bit of a bit of a wider one, but uh, I hope you enjoyed it nonetheless. If there's anything you've been studying, please share it at MattSRoberts90 on Twitter or email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Again, thank you for your time and until we meet again.